but um we've we've had those conversations and um I'm sorry, pause for a second. <laughs> <laughs> hey sir. Oh you are. Oh, you are. You are. <laughs> if, you see, if you can you see yourself, you're on camera. <laughs> he is taking that change. <laughs> no, <it's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> are you gonna close the door? <laughs> nah, he's, he wants to hear the conversation. Photo bomb. Yeah, there you go. You want me to continue? No. I gotta wait till you close the door. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> no, still 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 not gonna <laughs> All right. You're now listening to the real Man, I appreciate them dudes for talking about The raw Wait, they were talking about The relatable That's exactly what I've been going through The Relentlessly Real Podcast Welcome to the Relentlessly Real Podcast Where we discuss real, raw, and relatable topics Thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today Let's kick this off with some introductions My name is John My name is Mike and I am Terrence. Yeah, man. We're back again for another episode. Man. I'm super excited about it. How, how y'all feeling? How, what's going on with y'all? What's up with you? What's up with you, T? I'll start with T. Uh, man, just this low-carb diet thing that I'm on right now. Mm. Like, it's like almost some days it's like 60 carbs. Some other days are like Gee, I try, to, oh I try not to go over like 120. I try like every day not to go over 120. So, so wait, they tell they dictate to you how how no so really it's so like keto is like like full keto is like twenty carbs a day to really yeah. get your body into like ketosis ketosis yeah mostly almost nobody can like can do that so yeah. but anything under one twenty is low carb and oh, if you okay. eat less than one twenty carbs it's considered a low carb so, so. what is a uh, ketosis 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 um it's when so, your body is like burning. Essentially, burning the fat, yeah, for energy instead of the sugars. Okay, yep. That's Antonio, by the way. He's on another podcast with us again. I'm back, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> back. I mean, we we didn't want random voices just popping in and out. Like, <laughs> ketosis is um, <laughs> Jesus. <is that> me? <laughs> so yeah, so you're doing a diet and you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I like when I man, I'm, it's almost a, like a shame. But when I so when I weighed myself, I was like two. 287, 288. The doctor was like, "Hey, you're 287." I said, "I ain't 280, nothing." Like, yeah. what? And then so, like, but I weighed myself um, Sunday morning before foot before before football. Like, hey, I'm about to get some pizza today. Yeah, about to get. And I was 266. I was like, "Oh shoot!" Let me get two pizzas. I said, like, uh, I'm not getting anything. Like, no. I said, "This is yeah, working. This is working." So, what did you eat? It's motivation. I had yeah. some wings. No, I just had some wings. Oh, from America's Best. No, oh, no. Sorry, got no. no. Sorry to hear that. No. Anyway, let's move on since you don't get your wings from America's Best. Uh, what's up with you, Mike? I um no nah, today, man. I'm just taking it one day at a time. Like this was a good week, a good week to get like just organized and focused on all the different things I got going on. Um, I'm back in school, uh, going for my doctorate in theology. So, Doctor uh, Mike. Yeah, man, it's that's actually real. really good, Doctor Mike. That's a really yeah, ask really Doctor Mike. Yeah. I could, I just, I don't know, yeah, I yeah. Just, yeah. 
He's gonna have his own hmm. podcast. You don't want to. He's gonna I'm have like, his own podcast. Oh, <laughs> is this is this <laughs> your plan? He's like, let's figure this whole podcast. It's always thing out. one in the group. Uh huh. All right, Justin Timberlake, we see exactly. you. Exactly, Beyonce, we see what <laughs> you're trying to do right <laughs> now. The gig is up. The gig is up. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, just with going back to school, uh, readjusting life with my wife. Uh, she's in school as well, so um, it's just yeah. Just, both of y'all in school. Yeah, both of us, same degree. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So great. there will be a testimony after this. Come on. So, yeah. I'll let y'all know it then. <laughs> I know that's right. And since Tony's on the podcast with us, Tony, how was your week this week? Um, my week was good. Um, getting settled in in the um, the new house. Hey. I'm sorry, you bought a house. Yes. Congrats. Yes. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. But other than that, everything's good. All's good. That's what's up. Are you fully moved in? Like fully? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're fully. good. And everything's broken down too. Okay, that's good. That's what's okay. up. Yeah, man, I had a great week. Um, this was actually my birthday week. I turned yeah, I um, yeah thirty four this week. So forty three. Don't get smacked. <laughs> thirty four uh, on Wednesday, uh, and so I've been celebrating since Wednesday, and I plan to celebrate again t- uh, tonight with some some of y'all. Um, they come out and eat food and stuff like that. So it's it's been really great. Uh, the the house that we was uh, trying to get under contract is under contract. Um, and when we purchase and hopefully going to closing soon. So I'm like really happy about that. Looking for my next property. If you have a property, send me some information. But, yeah, man. Cause we do, we're doing multiple businesses right now. We're trying to get everything on. Um, but anyway, we got my man Mike to hit the trending topics for today. So Mike, let's, let's get into that. All right. So in the spirit of ownership, right? Um, owning property, right? Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about Tyler Perry Studios. Hey. Uh, Tyler Perry Studios. Man. Officially open, like the physical studio. Yeah, right? he's already uh, had his uh, production, I guess, movie production. Yeah, company, uh, company, right? Um, but he physically owns his own studio at this point. So not only does he own the rights of his movies, but now he doesn't have to rent out anywhere or or, or co partner with a studio to shoot his movies. Like he got his own thing. Yeah. Um. So literally, um, it used to be the studio is based in Georgia. And it used to be an old army base. Um, I think this was, let's see, Fort McPherson? Yeah, Fort, Mc, Fort McPherson. Um, this was one of the army bases that was used back in World War One. So, um, yeah, they not only did training there, they had army barracks, but uh, they also had, like, some of the German prisoners held there as well. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, but... It's Tyler Perry. I'm sure he has somebody's grandmother or aunt just all that whole thing down, play <laughs> over it. They ain't got to worry about no, you know, random spirits and nothing like that. So we good. But um, yeah, man, he's he's just doing it in reference to like black excellence in general, right? Um, it's a big deal. Not just uh, promoting like African American black excellence uh, as far as like owning property, but being able to take his uh, tragic story. Uh, from being abused as a child and uh, turn that into something through the form of the arts, right? To be able to bless somebody else with it and uh, to make it this far, man, where like even with the studio, just to give you like a recap of uh, the different studios or different things included in a studio. So he literally has like whole neighborhood sets, like a house is just one set or uh, a group of houses is one set, whole street, everything. Wow, um, he has a whole like hospital there. Um, he has a replica of the White House. Yeah, that um, was a big one. Yeah, yeah, I thought that, that was, was official. Oh yeah, too. it yeah. is front and back. 
Crazy, right? So um, let's see. He also has the original house that was used for uh, Medea, like Medea's house. So they used to, you know, shoot that in Atlanta. Um, is it Atlanta, Georgia? Or anyway, they used to shoot it in Georgia, but because of the sake of the studio, he actually made a replica of that and has placed it in his studios now. Oh, wow. Um, so he also has sound stages named after, like, important figures in his life. So you talk about uh, Oprah Winfrey, Spike Lee, Cicely Tyson, uh, Denzel Washington, that, you know, Studio One, Denzel Washington, Studio Two, uh, Cicely Tyson, you know, name like that, and you know, a few others. Um, but those are just a few to name. Um, but yeah, man, he's he's just doing it. I'm really excited for him. Um, I'm excited for the example that he's setting uh, in the African-American community um, that, you know, the dream is endless, man. The, the opportunities are endless as long as you have a dream. I forget what his saying is. Like, as long as you have a dream, uh, you can achieve it or something like that. Y'all look it up on I'm Google. sure it's not what it is. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, <it's okay. laughs> but that's close. That's dope. It, I think the dream was built by, like, it was built by slaves, too. I think it was one of the things that was handed that actual thing was actually built by slaves on. That's not far fetched. I mean, yeah. think about World War One. Yeah. You know, and so, everything and that was encompassed around that time, late 1800s. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, but um, so to kind of a question to go with that, if you all could name your life, or if your life was a movie, what would the name of that movie be, and why? Jesus, <laughs> that's not the, that's not the name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great name, right? Um, my do you have one? Do you have yours already? Yeah. Okay. Mine would be Mike's Excellent Adventure. Um, I'm a nerdy guy, and that's kind of like a uh, a play on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure from back in the day. It's a part I three I, coming out too. What? Yeah, it's a part three coming. Out. I, I, I Let's not make that hard left. I'm just, I'm just oh saying. Continue, Mike. What was your, what was your? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, because of the type of guy that I am, I'm into like comic books, tech. You know, just you know, so many awkward things have happened in my life where it's just like, are you kidding me? Like, it's, it's moments like that where it would be a legit uh, comedy, but it would be one of those things like, just full of action, all these different surprises, stuff like that. So, yeah, that's why. You got one, T? No, I don't, and I love more. <laughs> Tony, you got one? Mine would be um, Stress But Blessed. Okay. Um, like, cause I feel like right now, especially uh, you're saying in the se- in this season of life right now, yeah. or just okay, yeah. Like I feel like right now in my life right now, it's just like everything's chaotic, everything's like uh, everything's going on all the time, and mm-hmm. I feel like my schedule is a um a, a masterful like a masterpiece, but it's also like a catastrophe at the same time. Like gotcha. it's like chaos, but it's all good too, you know. Um, so it's kind of interesting to be in that space where it's like I think that's entrepreneurship in general, honestly. But but it, my life was like that before I even pursued entrepreneurship, right? So like then when I when I started doing that and seeing how you gotta, it's kind of what you kill, you eat type thing mentality. It just changes your whole um your whole life, you know what I'm saying? So but but still blessed in having a family, having a wife, having a daughter, having air like breathing, like you know bills are paid, like things are being met. So um yeah, stress but blessed is mine. Smack to a comeback. Smack, Smack to, to a comeback. Yes. Don't be rhyming like mine, uh, Tony. Nah, nah. Okay, go ahead. What's, you gotta oh, explain that. <laughs> yeah. I explain no, I that. I say that because yeah. um, I think throughout my life I've been hit with different situations. 
um, which would be the smack, mm. and then bouncing back and um, smack. Say that again, smack, but smack to a comeback. Smack to a comeback. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it. you know that's better than mine. <laughs> that mine was really good. <laughs> All right, T, you up, man? And yeah, I you... think mine would be like more like a play on the book of Eli. So it'd be like the book of T. Rob, like like so like you know like, so like that's cute. you ever seen that? <laughs> the book of T. Rob. <laughs> you ever seen that movie, the book of Eli? Like he yeah. was like blind, like like you know he had the glasses on. He was like fighting everything, and society yeah. was like you know in chaos. And and but mm-hmm. I think it, I thought that I gotta go back and watch it. But the composition his, his like like. The book, the the end of books wasn't like a Bible. Yeah, it was, it was a Bible, right? I'm gonna yeah. go back and watch it. So, so it was it was basically like um, post apocalyptic, yeah, right type of world. And uh, it was this one guy. He was like a dictator or whatever, and he was trying to get a hold of the Bible because of the different um, values and things that are instilled in the Bible. And um, lo and behold, you know how it was used back in like slavery time. There was pe- bits and pieces of the Bible used to uh to keep us uh, to give give us a sense of hope and establishment or like uh, uh structure if you will mm-hmm. but um they only gave bits and pieces of it that's kind of a part of my study right now that i'm doing for my dissertation topic no. so it's interesting right. that you mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. i about to say so, I, I was weird that you knew so right. much i was like <laughs> hmm. so um so in that same vein uh because the for the sake of the movie uh this guy he wanted to use the bible to be able to control society Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Eli, he was this guy that was trying to stay alive and get the the Bible back to I guess uh, the folks whether it was Catholic or Christians or whatever that were still alive so he can um, uh, have them copy the Bible again because he had the last known copy of it. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, at the end of the movie, spoiler alert! <laughs> um, if you haven't seen this movie by now, <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, spoiler! Yeah. Um, at the end of the movie, he actually um, memorized the Bible. He didn't physically have the book. And on top of that, he was blind. So with all the things that he did, all the action scenes, all the, you know, chopping. It was a dope point to that. Yeah. It was dope. Uh, chopping Joker's arms off, just like, you know, dude was untouchable. But he was a blind man that knew the Bible written front to back. And he was able to, like, write it down. I think he, he wrote it. He wrote it all back down, like word for word, and that's how he was able to make copies. Wasn't it in Braille? Wasn't it in Braille? Yeah, yeah, that's my life. So that's that's. So basically, you're a blind Braille. You you read Braille with your fingers. (laughs) 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 That's weird. Okay. So anyway, um, that was a good like that's a good um, trending topic, man. Um, I think overall we all learned from Tyler Perry. Like you have to go out and make your own path, forge your own pathway. Stop complaining about what is or what has been. Mm. And that was a very valuable lesson for me. Just like you don't have to, you don't have to keep bending to society of what they say or deem this is the road that you have to travel right you create your own road and you say and then you open the door for other people so that was a powerful thing for me to see and watch so i, th- I appreciate and that in terms of ownership like people understand like if he has a studio people now have to come to if they want to shoot like films yeah and they're mm-hmm. looking for a spot to do it they now have to borrow like like lease yeah time on, on his property so yeah like, he owns it it's, a, it's so an amazing it's a, it's, a, it's a big deal yeah it's an amazing deal amazing deal so you guys if you guys uh, were able to check out our podcast from last um the last time we had basically talk about marriage versus divorce but we never got into the divorce portion and we just talked a lot about marriage and how we met our wives um the, the things that the things that happen and occur in marriages and why uh we may have conflict or what have you um it's i've had a lot of people have been hitting me up about 
basically everything we've been talking about, whether it be like they were saying great podcasts or just having like, man, I, I wish I stopped, didn't stop talking about it. Like y'all should have definitely dove deeper on um, certain things. And we're going to plan to do that today, actually. So y'all ready? Buckle y'all seatbelts. Y'all good? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all kissed y'all wives before y'all left to come here because <laughs> yeah. it might not get one when you get back. I might have to take this jacket. <laughs> so yeah, so um, one of the things that I think comes up that's prevalent in marriages is divorce. Um, I think a lot of times in our culture, we're told that divorce is not an option, right? You know, you're, you're told when you get married, it's not. But the reality is it is an option. It becomes more of a viable option um, as you go through marriage. Um, I mean, I, I, and I don't want to assume for everybody's marriages. I just I speak for my own. Uh, I was told, you know, yeah, you, you're not going to get divorced. You know, you, you never get divorced, whatever the case may be. And I felt that so deeply, you know, the very first time when we got married and all. But as we went through the trenches and the mountains and the valleys and whatever of marriage, it became more of a prevalent thing. So my, my question to you guys is, is, is or was divorce an option in your marriage? That's tricky. See, like, cause I think one of the thing is, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like with John is like how we were raised. Like, you know, like, like people say, well, you don't want to get divorced. And then it's, it's, it's weird for me because my mom was divorced and then my mom was remarried, you know, and my, but my wife's parent, my wife's parents are happily married. So you talk about now combining two different family structures, like, you know, and so we have two different mindsets, my wife and I am too, but like her, her dad's a pastor, you know, her mom's a first lady, you know, she was a, 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 a preacher's daughter. So we're coming from two different mindsets while me, I'm, I, I'm heavily like, you know, definitely a Christ follower, etc. But I, I'm like, that's not me, like, you know, and so my hope when we talked before is that divorce is not an option. But the same thing when John John is once you once we start getting to these problems and like these these I think really it's like arguments and debates, there's an ability of like okay so are we, what are we doing, like are, what, what what are we doing are we, are we going to come back from this or or do, do you, are you just going to move out like are you just going to leave out and I I don't want to say that divorce has divorce ever come up no I don't think divorce has ever come up okay but I would say there has been opportunities where it's just like okay do we need to take a time out. Mm. And I think that's the p- part that a lot of people don't talk about because we haven't been married that long, like you know. Yeah. So we only been married since 2012, but the timeout like has come up, you know. And so that I was that's the, that's the best way I can answer that question. Like taking a break has definitely come up. Okay. Um, it's it's always been instilled in me that divorce isn't an option, even though like I've seen examples of it in my life. Um, I think what helped me out the most was that I didn't see, I, I seen a good example within my parents as far as like sticking it out. So there was a point in time in my life where I like, I questioned whether marriage was even going to be a thing for me. And, uh, I sat down without disclosing too much information about my parents and their relationship. Um, I sat down to have a conversation with both of them. Um, well, I had a conversation with my mom and she let me know about like a pivotal time in their life that they were in where like, you know, the marriage was struggling. But I also eventually had another conversation with my dad and both my mom about like how they've overcome those struggles. Uh, So, um, and with my dad just, you know, really instilling in me like, yo, that that wasn't an option for us. Um, Regardless of what the the situation was or how they felt about each other, whatever like that, they they wanted to stick it out for several reasons. Um, One, for, you know, the sake of their relationship, for the kids, you know, that sort of thing. So 
Um, I've, I recently, uh, within the past few years, have had that conversation with them, which led up to me, like, getting married. Like, I didn't have that convo of, like, um, you know, back when I was younger, it was more so like, hey, I'm ready to get married now. What is this supposed to look like? And for getting that example from them and being able to, for them to really be able to open up and tell me about those things, it helped me uh, gather my mind on, okay, all right, yeah, I'm in it for the long haul. Um, Though, you know, biblically, it does speak about certain stipulations when it comes down to divorce, whether it's uh, adultery and uh, I feel like it's something else. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But, you know, just one or two things that are permissible, right, from a biblical standpoint. But when you come down to the practicality of it, like, say, for instance, you, you know, you getting abused physically, like within your marriage, what you going to do? Right. Like, you know, is, is that grounds for divorce? And um, I think it, it really takes the way and the pros and the cons, how you want to work through those things. If you're deciding to work through those things um, and that will ultimately decide, like, where your mindset is. Me personally. Yeah. Divorce ain't an option. And I've I've made uh preparations or I've, I made, uh, a cert- I've done certain things prior to marriage to prepare my mind for, okay, I'm in it for the long haul. And that includes the type of spouse that I decided to, to marry, right? The, the type of person I decided to marry, she believed in the same things. So when you all are equally yoked on that level, it's like, a, okay, we're both in it for the long haul. Then it, it is what it is. Yeah. And, um, well, for me, uh, growing up, my parents were married. Um, and then got divorced when I was younger, um, and now they're remarried. Um, and as I got older, I've always said, I don't want that to be my story. Mm. So for me, divorce has always been, no, it's not an option. I'm going to do my best to work it out. You know, if anything ever happened, it most likely will not be me that files unless adultery is on the table. Cause I, I, I don't know if I can come back from that. So, so to kind of add to that, my bad to add to my story too. I did. I recently found out right before I got married f- for whatever reason, I just wasn't paying attention. My parents actually were divorcees prior, uh, prior to like me being born. So they oh, wow. were, they were both in separate marriages prior to, Oh wow. um, and they ended up divorcing. And they decided to stick it out with each other. Either, you know, they don't want to go through another divorce again or yeah. whatever. They seen the pros and the cons that happened between that divorce and, you know, decided, hey, look, we don't need to go through this again. Let's stick this out for the long haul. But, yeah, they were both prior, like, yeah. married. So you're saying that, so back to Tony, so you're saying if, like, if you don't think you can rebound if, you're, if your wife was to have an affair? Correct. And then, so have you asked her, would she be able to rebound if you had an affair? I'm just not I, We've had that conversation. Okay. I think she said it depends. But I think for me, because I know how much I love my wife, mm-hmm. that level of betrayal and um, trust being gone, I don't think I can rebound from that. And, um, well, and I've had good examples of, of marriage as well. Like my grandparents were married for a very long time before my grandmother passed away. Um also, like other relatives being married and um, sticking it out. Um, so I've had good examples. And like I said, my parents are now remarried to each other after being divorced for a while. Um, but yeah, for me, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I don't like talking about it. Like, because I know that within myself, I want to work it out. Other than 
you know, adultery, I don't know what I would do in that moment. But speaking as of right now, I don't know if I will be able to stick it out after that, if that were to ever happen. I think I think there's different levels. I mean, I, I question in the sense of like, um, in terms of what you were speaking to. So like, if my if my wife cheated, whatever the case may be, right? So like, are we saying if she emotionally cheated? Are we saying if she slept with somebody else? Like, what are the terms in which we're saying all of divorce? out and cheated, like all out emotionally, physically. You know, like like literally just checked out, like just like yeah, yeah I'm, like I'm done. That that covers. I mean, I, physically I, I, I about to say I, I I suspect all if, yeah, if it was yeah, all those things. That'd like, be I'm talking about like if it was just emotional. I'm saying and I not be able to physical. Out, you'd be able to work definitely it out. physically. Physically, I, you I can't know. get past it. I, I don't know. What about you, T? I see. I I think emotion was worse to be honest. Yeah, I'm be honest. Good. I think I, I like I I think if you no, I mean, and this is not. I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying. I think if you just if you which is I'm, which is rare to me in terms of women, this is my personal opinion. I, I we've had this conversation before too. I think oh, yeah. it's rare that a woman just sleeps with somebody just because, like because. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying it's just rare. Yeah. I, I'm just, but I think the emotional is worse because if a woman is checking out, if anybody, not even a woman, not anybody, if you're checking out emotionally, that means, in my opinion, like the heart only has room for for. It doesn't have that much room. Mm. So if I'm now connecting with somebody else, that means I'm not connecting with you. Mm. And so if there's no root cause in us as to why that's occurring, that's going to be very, that's not an instantly just come back. Right. Like there's this, like there's, there's, there needs to be some, some serious like work put in place. But yeah, but like you said, if it is emotional, you know, she's checked out, but if she's having those conversations with another man and then also as the physical to that, to me that's that you you completely. I I no I agree. I I just I think but I think there is like if if it does happen, suppose it is just a physical infidelity. Makes sense. There's there is just I'm just hypothetically speaking. Mm-hmm. If it's just physical. That's that's different than women's emotion because at that point, like emotionally, like in some regards, you might still be in play. You, like you're still in the I would dare say that at least from my lens as a man I feel like if I f another girl then I probably don't it's not that I want to be with that person right right but but if I emotionally attach myself to another girl and effort or just emotionally it means more but I feel like if my if my wife like f somebody else I feel like that for me means more because you like you you've allowed yourself to go beyond the emotional into I, I will allow you to come into me right to me that speaks way louder because in my opinion of women this is a broad strokes approach but most women aren't going to allow you access in that way mm-hmm. um it's, I, I would say even more so maybe even more so married women because yeah, you're, I, I, okay. you know not necessarily just women single women i'm just saying like married women that are like with their, with their husbands or what have you they're not going to just allow someone else to have access to them without some kind of preliminary I already feel you in this way emotionally, and then I give you access to me physically. Whereas, whereas men are more physical. I, I just ask somebody, but it, I don't. I don't want to be with them. I just. I, it's a. It's a. I, I like sex. You know, what I mean? it's more of that. In my opinion, this is just from just me speaking. I said I'm only countering because you know. In one instance, I can think of is if if physically her needs are not being met, and men can be very selfish with that regards. I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people and with. Men, male and female. Sometimes men can be very selfish in that regards, as far as physically pleasing their woman. And so, if you're not pleasing your woman, 
Makes it she might not be connected emotionally with somebody else, but physically she has needs and they're not being met. So like in some regards, I'm, I I can see that it almost sounds like you're saying it's okay. No, no, I'm not saying and it's okay. I'm not. I'm not. I got. I'm, 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 I'm digging. I'm like let's dig deep yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. in the same, in the sense that you're saying it sounds like no, you're no, saying no. I to think some if, degree. No, if there's, I'm really big on root cause analysis. If there's an infidelity, a root cause analysis mm -hmm. as to why it happened, there's a reason. There's a reason. Yeah. Makes okay. sense. And I think it's very important for couples if there's infidelity that. A lot of times what we see, especially on me, oh, he cheated, or oh, she cheated, he, she, like he's just garbage. But no one wants to do digging as to why right. the infidelity occurred. Yeah, right? no, I, I, get, yeah, that, I so, get that. So what I'm saying is if it is a purely a purely a physical like reason as to which I, I'm with you where at least in, in my experience, I, I can kind of agree that usually with women, the, the way to them, like the usually the way is will be emotions and not physical. I'm, but I can't say that it will. It never happened. Like, like, because what it presents is to me, which is my opinion, it presents the idea that there are women out out here who, like, all women are emotional. All women don't really. I, know, I don't say. I don't I know, say. Yeah, I, say strokes, I, yeah. I know. Yeah. I, what I'm saying is it presents the idea that there, that there aren't women out here that's just in it just for like kicks like, and giggles. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And I think yeah. I think there are some. Now, we all know our wives and how they tick and the things that drive them um, sexually in, in those ways. Some women like to be emotionally stroked before the physical happens. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are okay with just physical happening and then they're ready. So if you know your wife needs all emotions and everything to be connected before it goes physical and then infidelity happens, you know that, as John was saying, that they've gone through all of the approach where they connected physically and then they they connected emotionally, and then they connected physically. Yeah, I I would say with my wife, yes, yeah, like 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 I, because I know my wife, right? Makes sense. And that's why I said what I said about yeah, uh, infidelity I can, I can adultery. Rock with that. Because I know my wife, I know what it would take to get to that point. I can rock with that totally. What percentage do you guys think is your mar like is sex within your marriages? Like if I go like let's say we go from myself, I'll, I'll start with Mike, but just go this way. In the sense of like, okay, everything that you guys have in your marriage or whatever, what percentage is sex in your marriage? Like, do y'all have, is sex like, all right, we got like 80% of our marriage is a lot of sex and then 20% for everything else? Or is it like 20% sex and then 80% of the, I don't want to say that's the only, but like if you were to, mm -hmm. to, to dilute it to a percentage, what would you be able to say is the the, the, frame, the, the pie chart, if you will, of your, of your marriage? Does that make sense? So Question I'm, trying to, I'm trying to understand it a little bit. Are we talking about like in terms of, like duration, or we talk about not duration. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, I'm a hundred percent. Mike, I'm, this is not about you. That, it's I'm not about you. you were just. That's, that's we know you get yours. So, bro. What, are we, what are we putting in the pie chart? Sex? I'm saying sex. Um, I'm stuck on that. Job, like we're saying everything. So like, like, okay. like everything that your life is filled with, like whatever that may be. How much is how much is sex mm. percentage wise boil down to your marriage? Now, can I add something? How much is it and how much would we like it to be? Would that be okay? You can say both. Okay. All right. So it is at a, I would say at a, I don't want to say low percentages off the back, but like in a broad perspective, like of everything, all the different things that are important in reference to our marriage. Yeah, the physical is important. Um, at some point when that physical is lacking, the percentage rises, right? Because there's a balance to things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and when 
that physical need is not being met um physical and spiritual need because i mean sex isn't just physical right uh physical spiritually emotionally like when those things aren't being met in realms of sex then that percentage rises so right now i mean it's at a low percent so and i don't want to add on too many but like in a in a, in a, in a month okay you would say you probably have had sex how many times with your um, spouse? Honestly, maybe like three to five times, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, not a not not a crazy amount, and I'm not same here. Yeah. Like that's what. I'm Go ahead. I think yeah, probably maybe like ten, ten, ten percent, ten. Like I'm talking a month. Like out of those ten times, those thirty days. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, what are y'all? Y'all just some. Jack Rabbit. Y'all got time. <laughs> Y'all got two kids and you have that, sex? <laughs> that's like once or twice a week, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. that's high. And then one week is off. <laughs> yeah. One week yeah. doesn't count. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it sounds like you're going through that week, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going I'm to lower it, but yeah, I, like one week is just off limits. So. Okay, so answer, yeah. wait, I'm sorry. Let's go back for a second. Answer the other part of his question, which was, do you want it to be more or not? Not not you, T. Yeah. Wait, because it's T. Right. T. Wait, right. do I want it to be? Go ahead, go ahead Mike. So, um, where it is currently, yeah, um, I already stated that. But where I would like it to be, um, okay, that's kind of twofold. Because mm-hmm. where I where I wanted it to be going into marriage is different from where I am now. What was? Well, say that. Uh, say, say, say what that is. So before, like when I first got into marriage, I, I had this expectation that it was just going to happen like every day, every week, sure. whatever, any point in time that it was available, like it was going to go Endless. Down. Endless. Yeah. Endless. Right. They call it uh, sinless cheeks, you know, for the... Never for, heard of that. <laughs> never heard of that. <laughs> never. When, sinless when you, cheeks. When you marry, you know... It's you sinless know. cheeks. Sinless cheeks. Hey, so, let me get that sinless. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, Um, yeah, it was it was high then, but when I started to realize, I guess, one, there are other things that are more important in reference to our connection, uh, emotionally and spiritually. Uh, communication is, like up there as far as like percentage right so in reference to us talking about okay this is what i expected going in Mm -hmm. and if it's not that not happening like okay how do we either get it there or how do we have a a decent balance i think now my expectation is i guess exactly where it is like i'm 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 good in a sense who has the higher higher uh desire between the two of y'all oh yeah it's definitely me okay yeah but I, I think mine is like fine, cause like like John alluded to. I am like I'm busy. Yeah, like, I'm so busy. Like if you I'm like having sex <laughs> or, or, or busy outside of that. I'm like we're both busy outside of that. Like like okay. I'm like 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 I'm an assistant principal, which is like which is anything dealing with schools. Yeah. It's a very stressful. Then I got two kids. They're both and I'm the primary transport. So by the time I get home, I am not right. 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 <laughs> I am like by the time I get home and dinner and nah. So like I'm good. Like I, I, if. I'm, I, I would be great just if it was just only on the weekends. Perfect. Like, yeah. I'm good. And it's not, it's not that I'm just saying, but that would be perfect. Yeah. Like, that fits my. Who's higher desire between the two of you? I, I, I think we alternate. That's good. I, I, I guess, like, I, I can't think, I don't think even one of us has more. I think we alternate. Okay. Um, I think what's, what is, what, at least I know which is good for me is I know usually when hers is. Like, I, I know when, when I, I can almost predict. When does she do something? Does she act different towards no, you? No, it's, it's 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 cycle related. Oh, okay. I'm be honest, like it's cycle related. Like you know, like 
before about to come on, but I, I like I don't even have to keep a calendar. I'm like, oh, okay, I know what's going on. Like, He's I'm like, like, it's a 22nd. Right. <laughs> like, I, I, like I know, which is which is which is to me, I think that's great. Like knowing your spouse, like, you is, know, it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, Let's see. Um, it's a low percentage that it takes up. I mean, mentally it takes up a lot, of course, but it ha from the question from John. Yeah, it's a low percentage. I would say about like twenty percent. Okay. Um, ten twenty percent. And like, and a month's time, that's like what looks like what? Maybe once or twice. Okay. Literally. And what um, do you want? So going into marriage, my expectation was three to four times a week. Hmm. Um, you just was out here thinking big dreams. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you married now. You because because that's yeah, that's right. how that's that still hasn't changed. Like you still want that three to four times a week. You're not tired. You don't got nothing else to do. Hey, <laughs> because I mean, Where there's a will. <laughs> the moments when I'm feeling and I want it. Yeah, I you want, want it. it, and that could be three times out the week. That could be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's true, though. That's a lot. You know, no, I'm saying, but I, 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 like, I feel that. I feel that. That's bit. how I'm thinking. Not mm-hmm. like it may. I'm, there may be days when I just don't want it, but expectation-wise, like thinking about, okay, I know that I am physically attracted to my wife, and my wants for sex with her are just through the roof. Three or four times out of the week is to me seems pretty good. When you don't want it, and let's say she does want it, do you just be like? Okay. Or do, are you like, cool, let's go? Like, what's more, what do you more lean um, towards? Because some of those times I'm like literally emotionally and everything like checked out. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm not feeling it, I am not feeling it. Yeah. Like, it's, through, it's throughout the whole Every, body. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's not like me, my heart saying I don't want it, but my, my body saying I want it. Little tone tone. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not like, <laughs> You know, <laughs> I will prefer to hit a little tone tone. It's, it's not like my other head is is awake and like yeah. wanting something. Yeah, like no, everything within me is like a no. Other everything shut down. Yeah, yeah. But any other time, like seeing her walk to the door, I'm like, yo, you you want it? Like, can we? Jesus. Like, or like, <laughs> yeah. seeing her come out the bathroom, like, yo, so it was good. So just normal things, seeing her clean, seeing her vacuum, like, what's good? Seeing her walk in the hallway, I'm just like, that's awesome. Yo, you ready? Like, that's awesome. <laughs> right? <laughs> come here, girl. Give me that booty. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I got. Is there a certain like? At least I want to ask, and like you are like, is are there certain things that your wife do that that? How does the conversation does, it, does the conversation come up or it just happen? And which one do you prefer? What, sex? Yeah, like like because for me, I, I'm gonna go with me first because I don't prefer a conversation. Like, like that's I, awkward to me. Yeah, yeah, it's awkward for me. Like, that like makes you know, doesn't feel organic. Do that, dude. Like, yeah. like, 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 I, like what I she want, says. She no, said that? no, she doesn't. Oh, okay, yeah, like, my wife, like she knows. <laughs> Tanisha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's good. She knows. I'm saying, I, I'm just saying, but that's like. I don't prefer. I like for it to like graduate. You don't like planned sex. That's, that's no. what I hear you say. And which is so weird is because every I think every sex before I think all the sinless sex was planned. And yo, where you at? Yeah. And, yo, which, and at that point, you ain't had no problem. But even then, though, it wasn't like I want to. You wasn't out here like I'm. A, I'm gonna smash you. It was just like you're making arrangements that you know only happen at night. That you know what I mean. That yeah. you you're not blatantly but saying with the it. goal to 
get I, I'm, I'm with you I'm just saying yeah. you don't explicitly be like hey are you free at seven to have sex yeah. like you know you're not really yeah, but, yeah, you, yeah. but when you get married if you don't have some level of that it gets lost in the sauce of marriage in my opinion yeah right? and just like the workings of life in general right yeah. all our busy schedules and everything yeah. Like that. yeah man if that doesn't That's happen true. if it doesn't like I guess you take that as an importance just as you take as everything else then yeah, it could get lost in the sauce. Like, it, it, it could. Funny story. So I remember when I was growing up, and my parents never locked the door. But when the door was locked, I was like, I, I, as a kid, I didn't recognize what was like. I didn't get what was going on oh, when yeah. the door was locked. And now, as a as an adult, I find myself doing this locking the door. You better lock them doors because like, we don't lock doors. But if the door is locked, you know what it is. <laughs> TJ, if the door locked, okay then. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. like, you know what the time it is. <laughs> All I hear is yelling. Shut up. <laughs> so, um, to answer the question that was posed for, uh, for for our marriage, it is um, I I will say it's a low percentage as well. Um, I think when you have kids in the mix, it it, it it's to, way different yeah. than right. when you like when when you didn't. Because I'm like, there are so many times, yeah, and I'll be like, Yo, Justin, are you really are you blocking? Are you trying to make sure they don't get the draws? Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'll be like, you should be asleep. Like, why are you not yeah. sleep? Yeah, kids will block. And they man. will bl- young kids are the biggest blockers ever. And I feel like and not and not to cause I feel like there has been even though she does, I think Jocelyn does block, cock block me for sure. Aside from even that though, I think that because when we don't make it priority sometimes, it just becomes like, oh yeah, we haven't done that in a while and i think to even dive a little bit deeper towards that right i think that 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 can be for easily uh something that could easily lead towards divorce right because because that that sexual that sexual uh encounter like you mentioned before mike was is that spiritual encounter that's happening between two people yeah when it doesn't happen or has a deficit of it happening what happens from a male's perspective i think we I've been vocal with you guys when we, you know, when we do brunch and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it takes conversation, one. Um, two, understanding your wife's body, chemistry, and um, her levels. Um, because we can take it as a pride thing or it's something that I'm not doing, right? Well, mm-hmm. you could be doing everything right. But your wife's body is just, it's changing. It's going through whatever it's going through and mm. it's just not there it has nothing to do with you you know it's just not there mm. and I, I i think couples need to start having more conversations about it mm-hmm. um not yeah. assuming that sex is not happening i'm doing something wrong you don't like me you're not attracted to me you don't love me you know all those things yeah when it could be something deeper that if you take a step back and just it's not about you almost. right allow yeah. your life to allow your wife to go through those changes yeah. or to figure herself out um because me and my wife we talked about it mm-hmm. like what is going on like, yeah is it me what is it um, and i think but i, I mean and i agree i agree with you i just want to make sure that we touch on as as you navigate down that road yeah what are the what are the thoughts and feelings that happen when there's a deficit of sex in your marriage? What are the what does that smell like, feel like, all that? Like what is what happened? Because you mentioned a little bit of it. Like you're saying, babe, like am I am I still attractive? I know that's one thing I've said mm-hmm. to my wife. I'm like, do you still even find me attractive? Yeah. Because I I know for me when 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 I don't get and I don't hear my when I'm not having sex with her or when she's not even like seemingly interested in me. Yeah. 
And I'm like, yo, there are other women that are more interested in me seemingly than you are right now. Do you want me to go to them? You know, and that, so that's one of the things that definitely occurred in our marriage. And so I want to know from y'all, like, did that, what, what was it, what does it feel like when there's deficits in your, in your marriage sexually? So, so kind of in the same vein, <clears throat> excuse me, of what you were talking about with like, you know, other women, um, I start to, it's, it's almost like, okay, so imagine going without for like months at a time all of a sudden like these feel it's almost like a, a pot about to boil over type mm-hmm. thing right yeah and all these your your emotions um your your like physically mentally like emotionally you're you're more sensitive yes. to things right yeah to the point where like you looking down the street and yeah. like things that probably wouldn't be attractive to you at some point they become cute they become cute <laughs> and this is like what is going on like, like if i had sex today you would be butt ugly but today yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <pooper looking> good. <laughs> them honey buns looking good <laughs> but no seriously man, yeah, and, and, yeah. You, and you have to understand what those triggers look like in order to um, then push you in a realm of like having that conversation and bringing it up like, hey, it's been a minute because I'm starting to look at things I wasn't looking at, you know, a little yeah. while ago. So is that an okay conversation in your marriage? I think that's important. I think it's an okay conversation. If you I don't have that conversation, you will absolutely. Well, so that, that was a question for like for, li- for like for listeners. Like, like I, I, I feel like I know you all yeah. enough to know. That makes sense. I, but I only knew that from not having those conversations. Without, 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 what I was about to say. From experience. Yeah, from, from experience. the experience of not having those conversations. And then because when my wife was pregnant, I literally told her, I was like, do you want me to just F somebody else? I don't know what you want me to do. Because I'm like, I, want, I need you to, to be cognizant of this need. And it, it is a selfish thing. You know, as a, as a husband, it's a little bit. I mean, my wife's pregnant. I mean, you got our baby. You over here waddling everywhere. I mean, you're carrying our child. And I'm like. Can I, but can I get some though? Like I, I know you're tired. I know and it's like you, right. it's like John. That's the real, but that's the realness no, of yeah. because when you go to work and everyone at work is like, "Hey, John, hey this, hey that," or in your whatever whatever space you're in, and like you said, you're more acutely aware because it's it's happening. You know, you're not, you're having a deficit here, and you're in these other environments, and they seemingly, even if it's not real, if, even if the facade looks like it. It's like they look like they're genuinely interested. And I'm yeah. like, well, do you want me to to holler at them? So I, that's why I was saying, you know, what are y'all thoughts on that? You know, see, uh, the, the, the other thing is, I, like, that's why I ask is the conversation ha- is, is does the conversation happen? Um, I also think that it's important. I think it's important to flip the narrative. This this is this is really weird. I'm about to say to flip the narrative of, of sex a little bit, because I, and I'm not saying knocking to, to anybody else. I think it is important that you have your needs like met, which is why I'm going back to the question you question we asked earlier. If you don't want it, or and, and I think we've all been there. Like if I'm not in the mood, like yeah, and I'm answering it even though I had the same exact type of like reaction. Like yeah. well, I'm not in the mood, so I'm not yeah. doing it. I think we become better in our marriage and better really just with a party if we flip the idea of sex as a service. And sex about meeting the, meeting somebody else's need instead of sex meeting my own. needs meeting your own. Yeah, because what good. happens is, is if it's if a man and a woman, if my ultimate job is to make sure that you get yours, and if your ultimate job is to make sure I'm getting mine, then we're both getting our needs met. If so, if that happens, if, if that happens, yes, and it's, yes. I think it, like that's that's the like like an overarching like goal. Sure. I think you know? something you said is it, it it's important and something that we also don't talk about. Um, 
when they want it and you don't. And you have to be the initiator. Yeah. If I have to be yeah. the initiator and my body doesn't want it, it's not happening. But if my body doesn't want it and you want it and you do something physically to me that gets my other head going. Mm-hmm. Tone, tone. It's going to happen. Tone. And don't ever say that. <laughs> don't. I said what I said. I, said. <laughs> I, got, I got one more chance. I, I think <laughs> one more chance. I think that's an important conversation. <laughs> that is, is good. Being who is the initiator. Yeah. When you are not in the mood for it, is your wife going to initiate it That's good. so that you guys are both on the same level? Because you cannot want it in the moment, but once something happens... I think it's sexual courtesy. I, I, I think it's sexual courtesy. I like, like that name. Yeah, yeah you done made up a thing. Yo, I think it's sexual courtesy <laughs> to be like, okay, if I'm not in the mood and you in the mood, but you want me to do something about the mood, right? Like, I think you should initiate... <laughs> like, and you know, get me up to speed to where you at. Yeah. You know, like so that we both You're being impolite. Hop right on now. me, kiss <laughs> me. <laughs> so weird. And, and and that's what's so important. while you're it's there. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> while you're down there. Shut up. It's inside it's inside but, it, it, it's, it's the reverse. <laughs> like if we want it and our wives don't want it, what has to happen? We need to figure out a way to initiate that's it. That's true. Let her know that we want it. Yeah. Get her bodily, you know. You Jesus know, but well. I always fear. I always fear this, and I think I, I, as as initi- I, I'm assuming that we're all initiators for the most part in our marriages. I don't want to say broad strokes, but I'm just saying for the most part, yeah. we're more initiators than our wives, assuming, assumably. Yes. And with that being the case, I just be like, yo, I don't want to feel like I'm making you do something you don't already want to do. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't want to convince you of. I feel like I don't because I'm like, yo, why should I have to convince you? I, you should already kind of want to be like down with it after you know a while I mean? like if, if it starts to become a continual thing it's like it's yeah. hard to make you think like dog like, do you dude, even want this i'm gonna add in i'm playing devil's advocate because, okay so i think for, for one i think i i and in my i think it's 50 50 like i said it, it fluctuates sometimes yeah, i am sometimes, sometimes i'm not right i would still say i would lean towards it yeah i'm i'm more yeah right yeah. but what i but one thing i realized and something that actually john you brought up to my attention like we went to brunch like like a while ago, right, right. and then I, I'm actually reading about it too. Is that what happens in marriages? Is if some partners, it, it may not be said, but eventually they take upon a role. Mm-hmm. And if you are, for, you it may be unsaid, which is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you mm-hmm. are consistently doing that role and 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 consistently making that, it becomes an expectation. Right. right. So now your partner, because you are the one who normally initiates it, your partner by default expects you to be the one initiated. Right. So now it like it, it kind of. That if that conversation is not being had, yeah. then they all also okay. Well, I just figured you would start. Because yeah, because you've been taking the trash out this long. Why yeah, would I like, start taking the trash out? There you go. Like yeah. you always had. So, yeah. like, so yeah, that's talk, really, man. I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna leave that trash sitting right there. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to talk. Yeah. And rejection is another thing. And I thought that's where you were gonna go, John. Um, because if you are, if you want your wife to initiate and actually do something physically, yeah. when she goes to do that, are you tapping her hand or nah? Or, you know, what are you I doing? Have, I have or, done you that. Know, are you stopping that? And yeah. then, You've done the like, hand tap? I've never done the hand tap. <laughs> or like, you know, like, what are but you doing to mess up that moment in the reverse? That That yeah. is a big, that's a big part of it because if you don't, if you don't allow that to happen, and I didn't know this, this is hindsight of 2020, right? Like, because I didn't know that then, but if you don't allow it to happen when it's supposed to happen like that, then they're gonna feel like, well, I don't want to do it again because you won't, you might you, yeah, you just yeah. might reject but me. It's also the reverse. Yeah. If you want your man to be the initiator when yeah. he tries to do something, no matter what it is, 
to signify that sexual intercourse is right. <laughs> on the table and wants it to happen. Yeah. Just go with the flow. But the when you stop that from happening, what is your husband going to do? The same thing. Retreat mm-hmm. and stop initiating because he's like, I'm going to be met with rejection. So my issue, I guess, I guess my issue is I've never been rejected, and I feel like I should have. Like, like you know what I mean? Like at some point, you probably don't want to have sex. Like yeah. legit. Like you probably because I don't want to. I'm be like, yeah, I'm good. So I'm so I'm like I'm just like, can you just be honest with me? Either way, like that. Like, be like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's funny because it's like no guy really wants to like know that the wife don't want to have sex with her, but I don't want you to feel like. You got to, sir. I mean, you know what I mean? That whole, it's, it's not it's not a turn on. Yeah, it's I don't. Yeah, if he's just like, all right, here, take this. Right, I'm like, yeah, ah. Yeah. Like, and she is, she's never that way. But I'm, yeah. I just, I want to be clear. Like, I don't want you to feel like you just are obligated to be to, mine. To, to just lay there. Yeah. yeah. Gina, will you marry me? Are you happy Damn. now? <laughs> I always think about that. So, like, here, here, John. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want that to be the case. Okay. Like, after yeah. the conversation, here. You yeah, know, like oh, there's nothing worse than that. Like, there's nothing worse than like I don't even want it now. Yeah, I don't like, want it. I don't want it. I want yeah, it. I want it. and I want to sleep tonight, and then you come back next week. Because the difference is, I want you to want it. Yeah, we we'll revisit this. That'd be organic. Yeah. So, 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 I, that's why I mean to sum this like whole part up. I think that's why Mike hit it on the key. Communication about everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think prior to, I, I, in my opinion, I don't think pre-marriage counseling pre- prepares you. No. In my opinion, to have these type of conversations, because what happens is, is and, and I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be extremely blunt, mm-hmm. especially in church. I'm gonna be like personal, like real, okay. Okay. which is why I'm, I'm hoping Doctor Mike, like, can, come like, on, Doctor Mike, can, like, <laughs> help us put a spin up, because these are these are healthy conversations, conversations Absolutely. that you should be having. I also think it's important for you to convert. You have to have conversations about what pleases your spouse. Don't sit there at like you know, like you the man or you the woman. Like oh, he, he. So I'm a, I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench in there, and I think the wives should know how what pleases themselves before I know. Hmm. And if they do, oh, say, know, say, say more about that. So, say more about that. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like you, don't expect me to know what you want. You should know what you what you like. Hey, John, I like it like this. I like you to do it this way. You like do, you know do that that way. Like and I. So I'm a, I'm a fan of recently of of I think women should explore that before they get married and and or once they get married to know what they like so it's not such a like I gotta achieve this for you we're doing this kind of together because you know what you like and also communication that's my own personal work thought. together yeah. work together because if if your husband is trying something oh, work together if if they're trying something and you don't like it say yeah, be vocal be vocal but don't be rude don't ruin the moment oh yeah you yeah, know, yeah yeah like. Or if he's doing the right thing, yeah. tell him he's doing you the know. right thing. Give me just, just give me a green let light or know. a yellow like, light or a red light. Marco like let Polo, me, something. yeah, like, like something. Simon <laughs> says or something. If, if you are, <laughs> if you are, are rude, like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I went too far that time. Yeah. I, I, I didn't like, no, like, like, yeah, and that is perfect. Like, find a way to communicate properly. Yeah. When something is going the mm. wrong way, instead of being rude and nasty about it, like, what? Yeah. The, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Why? You know, yeah. like that will ruin the entire moment. That and doesn't a, feel. Good. And when a man goes soft, <laughs> it's not going immediately right back up after that moment. Yeah. Terrence, was that your example of like communication? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I, so. Like e- during, and then even like even even after, especially. So usually they will come up with it if there's an issue. Yeah. And if there's an issue arises, talk about it. Like don't just yeah, yeah. because what happens is like, to, like I'm, I'm rocking with John, 
if there is no communication about this part about what turns you on, what turns you off, and this and this, that does lead to eyes looking elsewhere. And I'm going to add even for women too. Mm. Like, 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 yo, my needs are not being met. Right. Guy, guy, my needs are not being met. You know, and then that leads to, not, I'm not saying it does lead to infidelity, but it opens like a the pathway. Door of that the pathway. And then people don't want to have that conversation. Some people have said, I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Go ahead. So I wanted to go back to the comment that you made, John, yeah. in reference to, to the masturbation thing. Yeah, like exploring that beforehand. What, like, we, you have to be mindful of like the doors and stuff that you open prior to marriage if you decide to go that route mm-hmm. and have those type of conversations because. Um, where's the line, right? Mm-hmm. Like, where's the line of you know uh, diving into masturbation and pleasing your flesh and that whole thing, mm-hmm. uh, where it becomes you know sin versus you know being able to have a conversation or yeah. how, how much conversation can be oh, had? We, we're gonna do a prior to marriage. That. We're gonna do you a. Podcast. I think. I think. It's, I mean, I'm. I'm not assuming all of our listeners are Christians. I'm just. I'm speaking to my because I was not always that way involved in the topic. I right. was always like, oh, never, never. But I, I see the importance now in marriage mm-hmm. of my wife knowing what pleases her, and that being helpful for our marriage to stay healthy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's why I, that's all I'm really speaking to. Like yeah, how yeah. we do that, it's kind of up to you. Whether you want to use tools or not, that's 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 your own personal. If you right. want to, you, okay. like like Tony was saying, be more vocal during sex in a polite way. That's also up to you. But at least have that kind of teamwork aspect of it. That's like, oh, I didn't lay it down. You know, it's like it's all on, it's all on you whether you lay it down or don't lay it down because you never tell me what you want or like or don't like. Because I'm thinking about all the other girls I had sex with before you. Yes, I'm trying to please. I'm pleasing the last. You know what I mean? That yeah, yeah, this yeah. work for whoever, it should work on you. And, and you're and different. And I gotta learn you. You have that single man mindset. Exactly. Like, I'm you you forget that this is a marathon. That just because it didn't work today doesn't right. mean we can't get it better, do better the next time right. or mm-hmm. the next month. Yeah. You, you think that okay, this time was horrible. Yeah. Mm, everything is just wrong. Yeah. Like, no. You have to remain coachable just like you do in communication and learning how each other sleeps and things like that. We yeah. adjust, we grow, we develop. But when it comes to sex, we don't want that. We don't want to be coachable. We we think we know we know it all. Everything. Yeah. And we and and, and with that we, I know it seems like we we talked about sex a whole lot, but this whole podcast most of the podcast. But but, but, but <laughs> I think it's it is an important part of marriage because I would say that if it's not happening in marriage there's a problem. I agree. That's my yeah. opinion. Which yeah. ultimately outside like, of lead to divorce. Of, too. Yeah, outside like, of some like kind illness of physical or, or illness. Yeah. 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 And so, with that being said, I think people don't put value into to practice. Yeah. Like, if you want to be great at anything, you practice. And Amen. So as a yeah. couple, you yeah. you all need to practice. I can't this wait works to practice. well. This works. This works well. This yeah. works. You know, and and then <laughs> that's not it. That the game plan is not good. Coach, take him out. Like, yeah. like, like you yeah. know, like. Well, exactly. who, are taking, who are you taking out? I was just saying, giving an analogy. Oh, okay. Yeah. This, this <laughs> going in your bedroom. This in your bedroom. You ain't cheap for everybody in the game. You ain't trying to have no babies. You out. You out. If you ain't trying to have no babies, now coach, take them out. Don't keep them in the game. All right. Before we end this podcast, y'all, there was one. There was one person that had a question, and I think it's worthwhile at least kind of touching on this. And I'll preference this with saying some, there were some listeners that were like, kind of like, Oh, how are you guys going to talk about divorce? If you're, you know, you haven't been divorced. Yeah. And that's a valid question. But I think the, the lens that we're going to provide is these are, these are things that we see lead towards or have led us towards divorce. Um, or have led us to the conversation or the thoughts of divorce. Yeah. 
And so that's why we're providing that lens because it was a very, at the time in which the divorce topic came up, at least for my marriage, it was a very real um, thought. Okay. It was a very real discussion. It wasn't just a thought. It wasn't just like in my own secret place. It was like, okay, we actually had a couple, what we, what we want to do here. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, with that being said, we don't have all the you know information on the other side of being a divorcee, but we're going to have somebody that has been divorced on the podcast. That's the plan as well. But the question that the person asked was, or just the statement even is more like, can you guys go deeper? Um, on the discussion of when you when you consider divorce and how you overcame it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, once divorce became an option or became something that was a, 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 something you considered doing. Uh, and now I'm not assuming that you guys have been there. I, I'll go first because I know I have. Uh, I, and you guys can chime in if you feel like you want to. But I will say for my marriage and for our marriage, it was when, we, when the, the idea or thoughts of divorce came up, we had to change the game plan totally. Mm-hmm. And, I, and when I say that, uh, we at that time we had our daughter was, you know, kind of young, very young. And, um, you know, we were just at a space where we were like, okay, what can we do? Um, once you're tired and you get home from work and you had a long day and I'm tired and I'm, I don't have nothing, enough to give you in any kind of mental capacity at all. We're both sitting there like all we have enough to, energy to do is eat and go to sleep. Well, our daughter's asleep right now. Instead of just eating and w- being on our phones or being watching TV or allowing something else to take our time and bandwidth, maybe we should just, all right, she's sleep over there. Let's go over here and just talk. Let's just connect. Let's just take that time. Let's make that intentional time. And I, I remember my wife and I sitting in our dining room and just looking at each other and said, Yo, how was your day? One, two, how was this? And how was that going? And with and that just that very simple, I care about your life. I care about what's going on with you. It began to be the building blocks of us saying, okay, well, maybe this isn't as bad as we thought. Maybe we can power through this. Yeah. And it was through those conversations that kind of like led to us saying, no, we can do this. And then next thing you know, we start having more and more victories more and more and more great moments. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we're like, okay, we're, we're far. We're looking back at divorce versus looking at divorce, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's sounds like y'all changed the game plan on intimacy, like yeah. the level of intimacy yeah. that y'all were having. And being, uh, I guess, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um Conscious or 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 yeah, what's the word I'm looking for, man? Um, sensitive to not sensitive to, but just more so intentional. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's, really, that's really <laughs> I was looking for intentional, okay. being, being intentional about okay, like the mindset of we in it for the long haul. Like, what's going to happen? Because we at a crossroads right now. Yeah, like what are we going to do? So y'all literally. Wipe the game and let me clean. say this, because you, you said we're in it for the long haul. It, at that point, we weren't. At that point, it was like, it's today. With Today, we're still together. So right? for, forget the mindset of long haul. Right, right, right. It, again, that crossroads came up. Like, yeah. What are we going to do? Is yeah. either we going to continue on right. or we going to cut it short right here and plan on, you know, yeah. a strategy, right? Absolutely. So now you guys, again, cleared the, the game board and mm-hmm. just started from scratch. Yeah. Um And and increased the level of intimacy, like starting from the beginning. Definitely. Um, Hey, how was your day? The stuff that y'all did via text messaging over the phone. Right. You know, from, yeah. from back and That's a big beginning. thing, too. I mean, yeah. I, we don't we, we never got a chance to talk about it, but just how much you just communicate without even being in person, just texting each other and just kind of like, hey, or checking in. I, I remember when I, you know, early in our marriage, I would call, hey, how's your day going so far? And I'm at work. You're at work. But just, hey, what's going on? Yeah. And as that wanes over time, mm-hmm. how that that can begin a that's a whole separate strain a strain on your marriage, right? I mean, we talked about how when you're married, you're you're, you're having those like conversations and those whatever that kind of lead to sex. 
right? Like you, you may have a conversation earlier in the day. You may text each other earlier in the day, whatever. Can it be your those little things that's happening, right? And the next thing you know, because you've put that not put that work in, but you've had that those kind of preliminary conversations. Mm-hmm. Sex is more of a of a of an option than if you just had not done any of that. Mm-hmm. She comes home from work, and you're like, hey, so what's good? You want to try to have sex? You have never even entered her mind to know yeah. what she was yeah. thinking. So yeah. I, the only reason I thought it was important, Mike, was because I feel like there are people that. I don't have a posture or position to say that they want to do it for the long haul. They just know they have enough energy for today. Uh, and I think sometimes you got to just be like, okay, I, I may, I don't have, I don't have a long haul perspective, but I do have, I can probably do another 24 hours. And in this next 24 hours, I could probably just talk okay. to him or her. And then, and then you know? over time, like, okay, I can do the next month. Exactly. I can, like, all right, let's, let's, let's revisit in the year. And yeah. the next thing yeah. you know, you're like, like, why were we even thinking about like exactly? Making- and that's yeah. how like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, bro. That's exactly where we are today. We're like, how could how could we have ever thought about ending this? We have, yeah, yeah, yeah. we have a really good compatibility, right? Do but you, I didn't know that. Then. Do you th- do you think Jocelyn helped that? Do you think Jocelyn like, did mindset? not help? No. <laughs> Meaning, do you, like do you my think, daughter? Like, yeah. Do you think the idea of like the fact that you like you know because I hear that it a does. lot of people. So so Jocelyn on the front end didn't help, right? Because it was it was that I was she like you're becoming but you're in between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But through through time, I will agree that Jocelyn has become like the thing that the glue that keeps us together, right? Because literally, our daughter will be like. Mommy, give me your hand. Daddy, give me your hand. I won't be in between y'all. Let's just walk. And it's just like, like how does that? How does that one and some changed child know so yeah. to I'm do a, stuff like that? I'm you be, know, I'm gonna be really real, and she might hate me. There was one time that me and Tisha was having like this big argument. Yeah, and TJ came down the steps. Stop arguing! Stop arguing! Mm-hmm. Like you all need to talk. And like this, like, <laughs> I'm like, how old, how old was he? He was Out like four. Wow. He yeah, was like yeah. four. Yeah. And I and I'm be honest, it was a game changer because I think number one, I think and at that until that and since then, Tanisha and I have never had an argument to that level. Yeah. Especially in front of them. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Like, especially from him, which is really good. Yeah. And I would think even even if. I don't think we've even had an argument that deep. Like, right. makes sense. Like, we've both like have have have. If we're that mad, we've like let's take, let's pause. Yeah, it makes sense. Which, which I think is really really good. It's like rest, you mm-hmm. know. And so, mm-hmm. with that being said, I think I, I'm a hundred percent with John. That's the same thing happened with me. Yeah. Like, we weren't like, not that with divorce, but it was like taking a break right. was on the table, and it was just like you know what, we gotta we gotta we gotta go back to square one. Right, we gotta go. And if you pay attention last week. Like we had kids almost immediately to marriage, right? So I don't know her outside of being a mom as far as a wife. Like, sure. it's, that's it. So I think what was really important is that, like, it was a reconnect. It in everything, like text messaging. Hey, did you make it to work? Hey, how's your day? Like, because like you that's said, so important. At the beginning, man. it was it was heavy. Yeah. But then as you get through, right? Like, okay, well, she she didn't say nothing was wrong. Yeah. So like she said it was wrong, so cool. You know why that's important though? It just shows you you're thinking about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that that's so valuable and in then, marriage. John, with that I found like I found like y'all, I'm gonna tell you, like like my brothers checked me. I found myself being upset because it sounded like my wife was talking to everybody else. Like so I that then then it made me like become nonchalant. Like, okay, well fine. Right. If you're not talking to me, then cool. I'm good. Like I'm good by myself. Yeah. I'm mm. cool. But then, like they chill, like well, do you ask about her day? Like, right. do you do you like? Uh, uh, so she's now at the point where, like, you you built up a role where she doesn't share these things with you. Right. She shares them with her family. She shares right. them with her friends. Right. Nothing, nothing as far as infidelity. Yeah. She just like I can't bring that to my husband because right. he doesn't have time for those conversations. Right. And instead of us conversing about why you think that, we just kept it through the motions. Yeah. And that led to distance. Mm. Mm. But once, like I said, okay, you know what? 
I, I, I gotta do more. Like, yeah. I gotta do more here. I gotta do more here. Yeah. And even if she doesn't, like, I'm the man, I gotta do more here. Yeah. Like, you know, and yeah. so that has, like, started to, like, turn, like, a, a, in, a, an immediate table of, like, yo, we're not, like, uh, like, that. it's no option. There's no, like, okay, cool. And it might happen for five days, and yeah. then it's a day, and then we, we, we like, hey, yeah. Oh, we we back here again. Right. Nope, we're not back here again. Right. Let's let's pause. That's right. so valuable. Yeah. That's so, so valuable. Really and I think I think the last thing I want to say is that I think and you guys if you have a final word you obviously can say it too. But I think that men when they lead properly in their marriage, that's that's what kind of happens. Um and I know for, when I first was entering marriage and my wife if she was here she would laugh about it. But I mean I was just like I'm the man, you're going to follow me, okay? And you're going to do what I say, dude. And da, 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 da. like I'm like, you know, I'm you know, you just you you're told to be the man and you're a boy in marriage. That's great. Yeah. You know, so wow. you're trying to like rise to this occasion and try to be this thing that you don't know how to be, but you want to look like you're that, right? Right. And then when I when I started going through the, the things with her and we started to like and I'm like how valuable it is to lead her in this. How valuable is it for me to say I want this I want to see this happen in my marriage. I got to be that in my marriage. Yeah. That's so, that's uh, that's how it happens. And like Jovita will not if, if I say Jovita you follow me, you you going to follow me, right? She will be like, "No, I ain't following you." But guess what she does? And it's because she, that we were married. We were married to be that. We were married yeah. to flow that way. So it's like she's going against current. You know what I'm saying? In marriage, to do anything other than follow behind me and what? Like, because that's the way God designed the thing to be. So when she's gone contrary to that, it's always like, well, I'm. I mean, he's my husband. You know, I'm gonna go with him. Mm-hmm. But it's it wasn't through me laying down a hammer. It was from me just saying, trying to trying to lead by example or initiate the conversation. So I think it's better done that way. Um, one last thing I want to say too. Um, Pastor Battle had a very interesting comment. I think we could talk about it another time, but he was saying how in marriage you have a natural, uh, pull away from each other. Yeah. It naturally happens. Yeah. And I thought that was so vital. Like if you, without, without, if you let it go without any attention to detail, it will naturally separate. Yeah. And I said, that is super. If I'd known that out the gate, it would have changed, I think, my perspective of how much I put towards our marriage, and I think that's just something that was worth, worth saying. So, if you got, if you got to put them, you know, the work in, you got, you're gonna see the positive results. You guys have any final words on marriage? Or um, I think that last comment was interesting. I like to, I like for us to go a little further into that either next time or, or whatever. Like how, like, we're naturally like drawn away from each other, and how important it is for us to constantly keep that mindset of okay. How do we keep the cohesive? Yeah. Right? How do we stay together? Right. Because getting married is just, I mean, that's one day, maybe a couple of hours or something like that. Right. Getting married is staying married. <laughs> that's going to be the thing. So there are a lot of books out there on marriage. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing a book that helped women understand how men think mm. and process things. And mm. vice versa. You talking about think like a man? Yeah, I think. I think <laughs> yeah, but no, not like that mainstream book. It was yeah, a Christian based book okay. that was kind uh-huh. of like it was kind of like that. Yeah. Oh, you meant and, Steve Harvey Jump? But there's another yeah, one that I know. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking and about. And it's the same thing for men and women to understand. Not saying all women are like this, but typically how they think, how they process, how they go through their lives. Yeah. And I think we need to take a step back and put on a lens of understanding. Um, trying to understand, trying to decipher, trying to analyze how your husband thinks 
or how your wife thinks because what your wife thinks um may see she may not understand like why we're just like okay it can sit mm-hmm. or why we prioritize our list the way we prioritize our list or why when we see a nice car we're so drawn to it or mm-hmm. you know like a lot of those things and it, it helps it's deeper rooted it, it is it's deeper yeah. rooted and a lot of times we're not focusing on the childhood how they're raised the things that impacts their decisions in their lives and the things that have happened as they grow, grew older that made them who they are. Yeah. So I think my last words is take a step back, try to understand. Mm. Don't think that you know your husband, try to understand your husband and the things that make him tick and read books together. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Do uh like have that devoted time to read the books together and actually discuss them. Right. Yeah. Have those conversations. Um, so you could get a gauge of how you all interpreted whatever the text was that you were reading. Mm-hmm. Um, that example also reminds me of, um, so I have an old program manager. She's no longer with us at my job, but um, she instilled in us the mindset of like the hierarchy, right? So, you know, we got the workers and they work for a manager. The manager works for a project manager or whatever, or oh, program manager, right? Just that hierarchy. And um, she stated that, you know, the the workers should know what the manager needs and not, not always the manager communicating that, right? Yeah. Like directly, this is like, it, it was almost like a reading their minds type thing. And I didn't understand it at first, but it is based off of like being able to view their actions and how they make decisions and everything like that. If we gain a mindset of understanding what our manager wants before they even ask for it, then that will help please them will ultimately will help them achieve whatever goals that the uh, program manager sets for the managers to, you know, to, to live accomplish. Out, like, to accomplish. Yeah. Um, taking that same thing into effect in marriage, like that it's, it's going to take time. You can have conversations. It's a com- combination of having the conversation and then also being able to view um, your spouse's actions and being able to see how they react to certain things in their environment and keeping those things in mind, learning those things, then you can possibly predict, okay, this is how this is going to happen. This is how she thinks about this. This is how he feels about this yeah. based off of, you know, hey, X, Y, and Z has happened. Ultimately, okay, it could be this. That's good, right? man. Yeah. yeah. And I am not you and you are not me. Oh, you can't just say that. But Sorry. but you have to. But you can't just yeah. say that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that right there. I am not you, and you are I'm not, not a man. You. You're not a woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I'm sorry. We just said a lot of good stuff. I'm just like trying to process it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, God, I got. We got to take notes in these in these things. Um, you, it was a great episode today. We talked about a lot of things concerning marriage. Um, now we're gonna have T uh, do our relentless real wrap up. Awesome. So I thought I'd start this round with a little bit more jokes. Okay. So, what should you do after a man steals your wife? Mm-hmm. Let him keep her. Wow. <laughs> um, what happens if you mix your ex- you miss your ex wife? Next time, take a better shot. <laughs> Too much. <That> okay. Horny. <laughs> <laughs> Why is marriage often called the big three ring circus? There's an engagement ring, a wedding ring, and then a supper ring. Amen. All right. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> no, okay. All right. Why do hurricanes, why are hurricanes usually named after a woman? Because at the beginning, they're wet and wild, but when they leave, they take your house and your car. Wow. <laughs> I got one more. Last one. Okay. A guy walks into a bar with a gun and says, which one of you slept with my wife? 
The guy in the back stands up and says, you don't have enough bullets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Okay. I like that okay, one. <laughs> maybe that was too much. Um, all jokes aside, divorce is a touchy subject. I know people say that 50% of all marriages end in divorce, but statistically, that's actually inaccurate. Um, the divorce rate has actually dropped 18% between 2008 and 2016. You can thank millennials for that because millennials actually right now have the lowest divorce rate. Um, as it stands, 3.2 of every 1,000 marriages in a divorce. So, yet, why does it seem like we all know someone who is, has, or is about to be divorced? And if they're not divorced, you may have noticed that people also, unfortunately, because of millennials, are just not even getting married at all. So this leads us back to the underlying question. What the heck is wrong with the woman? No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> That's a joke. The question really is, what's wrong with marriage? Why are people calling it quits? Well, according to a 14-year study done by Insider, there are five top reasons why marriage is in a divorce. Number five, financial problems. Participants said that the money problems contributed to the increased stress and tension within a relationship. So, fellas, yes, it is hard for your woman to want to be intimate with you if the bills aren't being paid. Ladies, it is immensely difficult for a man to desire intimacy if the finances are a point of stress. With that being said, living within your means and having your affairs in order could lead to a better marriage, which is why they say it's usually have that more in line before you even get married. Number four, number four reason, getting married too young. In a study, those cited their age was a problem in marriage, and the average age who said that was 23.3 years old at the time. In 2011, the median age for a marriage for a man was 28.7, and the median age for a woman was 26.5. Now, 50 years ago, it used to be in their early 20s. So I'll say all that to say is, ladies, calm down. Calm down. There is time. Don't be in a rush. I can't speak for you all, but I can speak for men, because I am one, that I think that men are better in marriage when they're at an age when they want to be married. And usually that happens later in life. Number three, I'm not going to lie, fellas, this one caught me a little off guard. But it does make it sense, because in my opinion, people in 2020 are as soft as baby poop. Um, the number three reason, wow. the number three reason why marriages end in divorce is because of too much argument, just too much arguing. Survey participants revealed that generally speaking, their conflicts were not resolved calmly or effectively, and they only got worse over time. They reported that communication problems increased frequency and intensity throughout their marriages, which at times seemed to coincide with their lost feelings of positive connections and mutual support. One participant boiled it down to just saying, I got frustrated of arguing too much. So with that being said, my man Mike talked about it earlier, communication is vital to a marriage. It's probably, in my opinion, the lifeline. How you communicate is equally as important as what you are communicating. Pick your battles wisely, ladies and gentlemen. Arguing over everything just might end everything. Number two is a no-brainer, extramarital affairs. According to the study, infidelity was often cited as a critical turning point in, a, in the deteriorating relationship. In fact, it was the most common final straw. So in other words, while all these other things were happening, the, the infidelity was the last straw. So some common reasons for cheating, as reported by Insider, were feeling neglected, insecurity issues, and fear of abandon, abandonment. I want to add here. It's a common misconception that when a woman cheats, it's only because she's missing something. But when a man cheats, it's because of sex. That's just not accurate. Extramarital affairs are wrong. I'm going to say that again. An affair is wrong, period. However, if you do not do a root cause analysis as to why your partner cheated, 
then you risk the likelihood that the next partner will do the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. That's not blaming you. It's just smart. Look, some couples can get past infidelity. Some couples can't. I think that there, if there's an affair, regardless if you stay or leave, a deep root cause analysis is important. Why did the affair happen? Finally, the number one reason marriages end a divorce is that people just have a lack of commitment. Even though some would say marriage is the ultimate commitment, 75% of people surveyed said a lack of commitment played a part in the demise of their marriage. I realized it was a lack of commitment on my part because I didn't really feel romantic towards him. I always felt more, I felt still like I was just, he was just a friend to me, explained one participant. This brings me to a central point. If you married someone because you loved them, I hope you didn't marry them because of how you felt. Marriage nor love is not about a feeling. And I said that last week. There will be days when you don't feel like being romantic, listening, being patient, coming home, watching the kids, talking. You actually literally want nothing to do with them. It doesn't matter. Do it anyway, because that's what you agreed to. After all, is it the marriage you're committed to or is it the person? Because there is a difference. I thought about this long and hard after I watched a sermon. I don't want anyone who's committed to the marriage. I don't want a woman who is focused on saving the marriage. That's cute, but there's a deeper level because you can always go out and get another the marriage. Deep down inside, we shouldn't want someone who stays because of an obligation or feels contractually obligated because of what they said. That's about the lowest level you can be. When it's all said and done, I'd rather have someone who's obligated and committed and simply can't be without me. That is That's great. Oof, T. Every week you get better and better, that brother. Is, that is great. You better wrap this thing up, put a bow on it. <laughs> <laughs> or not. I don't know. But anyway, no, thank you guys so much for listening thank to this you, podcast. Man. I know we said we're going to keep it an hour. Sometimes we're going to just vary. We're going to try to keep it within an hour, but these conversations are so vital. We, we believe we're hoping, we're helping marriages stay connected, helping them, um, survive even, excuse me, especially from a male's perspective. And men, we want to reach out to you guys. We want to connect with you guys. If you guys feel like you're in a troubled marriage or whatever case may be, we're not counselors. We're not, we're not able to, you know, necessarily do it from that angle, but we are support group, if you will. Like we are here to like help you, you know, champion you towards staying married and staying connected and loving your spouse. Um, if you guys, uh, want to, please go ahead and follow our Facebook and our Instagram page. We need you to follow it, uh, ASAP. Well, you have one thing, Mike? Yeah. So one thing to add in reference to social media and interaction. Yeah. So I like to challenge our listeners, our followers, uh, with doing something. So if you have a comment or anything like that, that you want to, like a question you want us to be able to answer in relation to uh, this particular topic or any topic from here on out, um, create a, uh, what is it? A video mm. right, on Instagram. Uh, an Instagram story. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, create an Instagram story uh, um, and add us in it. Once you add us, we'll be able to see the Instagram story and we'll respond to it. And most likely, we'll try to incorporate that in our next episode. Yeah. So uh, this is just a good way to get um, all of our followers and listeners engaged. Yeah. Um, and, and what's going on. So we want to hear what you guys think. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. Once again, we are still running a contest. We are giving away a free Amazon Fire Stick. At, so all you got to do is subscribe to the YouTube YouTube page, which is the Relentless, Relentlessly Real Podcast. Just subscribe to the page, like, post a comment, 
and you will automatically enter into that contest. And once we get a hundred subscribers, because we got people listening to the podcast on different different, this is only pushing the YouTube page, mm-hmm. and we're trying to get our like our views up on the YouTube page. So subscribe, and we're giving away a contest. And after that contest, we're gonna do another contest. So right, um, you, and also with the uh, the story that you were speaking of, he wants to keep it anonymous. We can definitely do that for you guys if you want. You know, the question might be something they don't want to yeah. necessarily put out there, their spouse or whatever is doing x y and z so you can just let us know and we'll, we'll keep it definitely anonymous anonymous oh that's a funny word um <laughs> additionally if you guys want to submit topics uh submit it to relentlessly real podcast at gmail.com again that's relentlessly real r-e-l-e-n-t-l-e-s-s-l-y why did i start spelling this r-e-a-l-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com just be sure just be sure <laughs> that was so much anyway guys thank you guys so much for listening i'm john <laughs> i'm mike and I am Terrence. And Tony. 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 And Antonio. Hey. I'm going to get him back. Thank you. Get him back. Yeah, he's going to be back next time. Thank you guys so much for watching. Peace.